Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monticelli, the host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Over the years, after having interviewed so many people on so many different topics, I realized that what interested my audience wasn't really the individual topics per se, but was how it impacted them, how it touched their soul. So I'll invite you all to lay back, put your feet up, and if you like what you hear, leave a review, five-star review. I'd appreciate that. So just enjoy your listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. This is Claudia Monacelli, the host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. And as you know, uh, I have here guests that run the gamut uh, in terms of spirituality and how it relates to the soul, this abstract con- concept, uh, construct that we really don't seem to get our hands on. And today I have with me Susan Jane talking to us from Australia. Say hello to our guest, Susan. Hello, everyone, and thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> Good, it's a pleasure. Well, I'm going to put you to the grind, so don't be so <laughs> thankful. You might regret it at the end. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so who is Susan? Susan's an award-winning author. She'll talk about her book, Four Books, an intuitive coach who helps people connect to their intuition intuition and discover their life's purpose. Now, I'll stop there just for a moment, inserting the notion of a soul's purpose, because I get that as a question. And we'll talk to the life soul. What's the difference? It's the same thing, you know? Well, she has more than 40 years experience. She has, she looks like a child for those of you without the benefit of a video. She does look like a child. And uh, she has developed a unique approach to um, intuition using, and this is the first time I've ever heard of this, flower readings. Flower readings as a tool for guidance. Now, her work has been recognized internationally, and she's received multiple awards for her uh, inspirational speaking and coaching. And through her coaching and workshops, Susan empowers individuals to trust their intuition. And here too, the notion I'll be talking and asking you about, Susan, is the difference between intuition and psychic abilities. You know, are they the same? Is that the gut feeling? Is that the same? Um, Let's see. Uh, I will include a, a, um, in, in the description, of course, in this um, episode, a series of information, uh, a series infos about her, uh, pieces of information, plus her social contacts and how to get in touch with her if you would like to proceed and get coached by her. So, Susan, what's a nice girl like you doing in this field? How did you get into it? Let's start with that. Oh, well, that, that, that happened a long, long time ago. Um, so 
just as a general, as a general way of moving into this, what started me off was I was in a, uh, an emotionally abusive relationship. So I had been in this relationship for 20 years, but while I was going through it, I was trying to work out what life was about, what was going on and, and all those different areas. Now I'd experienced a few things prior to my marriage um, and brushed them aside, not realizing what they were. But during my marriage is when it all sort of came to a peak and I went, you know what, I'm not happy with how things are. I'm not happy with how things are going, with life in general. And so I had to find another way of working out who I was and what life was all about. And nowadays we have podcasts, which is a fantastic, but back in the olden days, <laughs> we had the we radio <laughs> well you had the radio but you didn't have a lot of choice with the radio so right. I started reading books books was my go-to um mm -hmm. this one particular time um I was dumped outside the doctor's surgery I had three children in three years before I worked mm. out what was causing it God, a survivor <laughs> <laughs> a slow learner at school <laughs> So I had three children in three years and, I, and, and I'm in an emotionally abusive relationship to a, an alcoholic uh, husband. So I was going through all this, this, these things happening and everybody was diagnosing me as um, postnatal depression. You must have, you know, three kids in three years must have postnatal depression. Right. And not knowing really what was going on, um, I knew I was emotional, I knew I was upset but I didn't quite realize why, but I didn't think there was anything wrong with me. And so I was very unceremoniously dumped outside of doctor's surgery and told to get something for it because there was something wrong with me. So I, I was so lucky, synchronicity, you know, everything else comes into line. I had a new doctor had just arrived at the surgery. She was new to the town. She practiced alternate therapies. Mm -hmm. And basically that was the only one available. And I went in after a little wait and she sort of said, well, what's wrong with you? And, and I just broke down in tears because I just didn't know what was wrong with me. <laughs> and anyway, she's writing this little notes down and everything else as I'm talking and crying and crying and talking and then doing a little bit more crying, a little bit more talking. And in the end, she held up two pieces of paper. One was for a script. And one was uh, some notes that she had written down. Now, wait was, a minute. When you say one was a script, what do you mean by that? Oh, sorry, a prescription for Valium. Oh, prescription. Drug in those days. Yeah, prescription, sorry, script. Um, mm -hmm. And the other one was actually a list of books. Okay, good for and her. And that's what started me. I knew I had three kids in under the age of three. I lived in a, a town a seaside village that was like an hour's drive from the closest town and I had no family around so mm -hmm. I I needed to have something that was simple for me to get through this so I grabbed the list of books and I mm -hmm. walked out I did not want to go into any medication I did not want to be involved in anything like that I grabbed the list of books the husband was disgusted because that's what I had and not medication and <laughs> That was my start from there. Okay, I'm can dead. can I ask you, Susan, uh, what was on that list? Do you remember the Well, names? the very first book I got, the very first, mm -hmm. I can't remember all that, there were six. The very first one I got was um, Creative Visualization by Jacques Diguan. Nice, very nice, yeah. That, that's a book. great start. 
actually. Absolutely. And I have not stopped since then. So, and, and one of the things I always say to anybody that's listening to me is never ever take one book, one podcast, one radio station, one anything. Never take one and live by one that. husband. <laughs> <laughs> I never I'm thought sorry, of that. Sorry, guys out there listening. <laughs> but yeah. never, never, never be settled for one. Always take and absorb what you need and get what you need out of it and 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 see if that sits well with you i'm a real theory tester so when you were saying what you're saying in the beginning claudia i am with you all the way if it doesn't work for me it's not that it's not any good it's just yeah. no good for me okay so now i get an a partial answer to my curiosity concerning uh, flower readings how did you get into flower readings <laughs> Flower readings, oh, oh wow, there's, there's a big gap in between. and Of big, course, okay, <laughs> okay, I will be quiet and be patient. There were no more children, right? No, no, no. Okay, no, 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 no. okay. Oh all right, bring on the story. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, it was, it was all the book reading and everything else, and as I said to you, I'm a theory tester, so I needed to test these theories. Mm -hmm. And as I'm reading a lot of these different books, it's getting an understanding of it and and seeing if they sit right with you. And there was a few books that I read that I really started to question. And one of them was about we have the physical body and we have the spiritual body. Okay. And it was when I started reading, and I think it was Wayne Dyer that I first started reading that with, but when I first started reading that, I started to reflect back on my life. And when I was 19, I was two states away on holidays. Um, well, did you say, excuse me, Susan, 19? 19, yeah. You had three children before the age of 19? No, no, no. This is while I'm reading the books. I oh, was okay. reflecting okay. back. Mm -hmm. This is how I did my theory testing. I reflected mm -hmm. back. After reading this particular book, I reflected back on my life. And at, at 19... I had a, a very um, horrendous experience. So I was pack raped when I was 19 uh, and, I lived, and it was when I was on holiday. So I didn't know where I was or where, what was going on. Mm -hmm. But during this situation, I left my body. And this is what I was trying to get an understanding. Okay. So an out of body experience. experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had that. And it was during this experience that I realized that um, and, I, and I refer to her as, as the body, or she or the body, because when mm -hmm. I was looking at her, there's no, no emotional connection, attachment uh -huh. between the physical and the spiritual, none at all. Um, and that's what's really quite surprising because you're looking that's at something. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 You're watching this for happening to a body that you know but yeah. No okay. To it. I will insert myself here. Yeah. Why is there no emotional connection? Well, uh, souls incarnate to have emotional experiences. When there's an out of body experience, there are no emotions. That's and right. when I read for people who are interested in getting in contact with their loved ones who have passed, they don't have at that time that still the emotional connection and many yes. people don't understand that yes, yes. 
Um, so, yeah, so I'm glad you're, yeah, you're, you're with me there. Um, so, yeah, that, that was one of the things that I found really, really uh, interesting. And then I did, I had almost 12 months to the day of the attack, I had a near-death experience, so another out-of-body experience. Okay. And then for the third time, which happened probably 10, 15 years later, I did it deliberately. I'm a, I'm a theory tester, read a book about astral You traveling. took psychedelics. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do it deliberately? I just practiced. I every night I'd go to bed and I, you know, I just practice and and um I, I wanted it to happen, so I practiced. And of course, a form of good, meditation. Similar, yeah. It was more of an intention, I would say. Okay. Well, more of an intention, yeah. I, I intended to do it, and of course, when I did it, I was so excited, and of course, you're not meant to have emotions. Straight back into the bed. <laughs> so, uh-huh. but I, I did it. And that was why I went into the flower readings, not so much the flower readings, but because I wanted to understand how that physical body, which has five, the five senses, can uh-huh. communicate with the soul or the spirit that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. Okay. Now, yeah. let me bring you to the flowers. Do you have a flower garden? Are you especially friendly with flowers? Uh, do you love flowers? Uh, were you a flower in a past life? Why flowers are not paintings and art or crystals? Oh, oh well, I've been there, done everything. I can assure you, <laughs> as a theorist. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I'm good. I've just said I've done it. But with flowers, so what happened with the flowers? It was it's it's a tool that I use to help uh-huh. people become more aware or to visually see their intuitive messages. Okay, now this begs a, a, an example. Okay, yes. yeah, give me an example. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So what what happens with it? So I've I've broken it down. So when you when we're we, we sort of starting to test our intuition, when we want to trust our intuition, we've got to under, understand those messages that we're getting, those intuitive messages. Now, it can be really quite challenging. A lot of people will get think they're thinking it or they're not sure how they're getting these messages. Yeah. So I wanted to create a tool that they could actually see what their messages were. Uh-huh. So we see it in a logical sense yeah. and then take it further on an intuitive sense yeah okay so what what it means is like one of the examples that i do is that if you were uh i use flowers as goals so they could be your goals in life if you have a a particular goal that you're thinking about and say it's a relationship goal or a business goal money goal whatever it is We have the SMART goals. You've heard of the SMART goals where we have to look at it as timely and um, uh, accessible and, you know, all the logical sides of uh-huh. it. I look at our emotional goals. And okay. if you see flowers are our goals in life and you yeah. think of a, 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 an emotional goal, like say a business goal can have that, how do I want to feel when I'm successful? How do I want to okay. feel when I feel my business is mm-hmm. successful? And you're not okay. putting a money terminology to it. You're putting an emotional right. attachment to it. Okay. And then you say, okay, what does that look like in a flower? Mm-hmm. 
And then I take you kicking and screaming into the 21st century and I say to you, Google it. Okay. And what typically comes out in this example? What kind of flower comes out? Any, well, this is where your intuition, this is where my, my, the people that are getting a reading, this is where their intuition is choosing a flower. They're not limited to a deck of cards. They're not limited to a live flower that they can pick where you're reading the essence. They actually pick an image of a flower. So okay, well, wait a minute now. If I were there, I would smack you <laughs> because it's not you're talking about readings card. It's the exact same thing. A flower is a flower. A shoe is a shoe. A crystal is a crystal. A card is a card. They're all images. So it's not just. Don't say just. <laughs> we're not going to be friends anymore. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the whole idea of it the, right. whole, the whole idea of it it's not limited you're not limited with google anymore right. we, okay. we don't have to be limited to what's growing locally um uh -huh. australian flowers are okay so now wait a minute I, I i'm not sure if i understand um susan yeah. i would like to know by example what that person that fictional person that real person came up with what image do they come up using google up with using google for example i would for say that. for example they came up with a, a, a they decided that they've got a relationship goal and they've, they've chosen a red rose for the success in business for a relationship business uh -huh. it, it, it doesn't have to be a particular image it's your image yeah. you're the one who's choosing yeah. it your intuition's picking it not me Mm -hmm. I'm not picking it. You are. But what okay. we do, what we but do what is does that tell the person once they have their image? What does it do for them? Then we do the reading. Okay. So, now bring uh, me, walk me through the reading. I'm in love. A successful um, relationship for me is visualized through a rose. I show you the rose, and you give me a reading. So yes. go on. I'm listening like a I, dog. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> So the first thing we look at is whether the image that you choose, there's 16 elements we can look at to start with, but the first thing I look at is do have you chosen a portrait image or a landscape image? Okay. Because that, that's about your motivation for this goal. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So portrait is a positive motivation, individual motivation. Landscape is a negative uh, motivation, and it's more community-minded. Mm -hmm. So we can look at that. So if, mm, if my, okay. my, my business goal was landscape, I didn't want it landscape, but because I knew how the readings went, but mm -hmm. it was landscape and it was because I'm looking at a community, I want a right. public community, and in it I want to, um, the, the negative aspect is people that have experienced, um, say, trauma or emotional abuse or things that I went through, Mm -hmm. um, have an ability to step out of it. You know, there is a way out and most of it's about trusting your gut, trusting who okay. you are. But not necessarily negative. The, no. uh, okay, so it's not negative, but you use the word negative as opposed yeah, to positive. It's, it's the simplicity. Yeah, it's just the simplicity. People are motivated in two different ways. It's a positive, they call it positive and negative motivation. So okay. if we're on one side of the fence and we want to get over to the other side, we could go, I want to get over there to see what's on the other side. That's a positive. But the other mm -hmm. thing is, 
the area here that I'm living in is not very happy. I'm not very, very happy where I am. So I'm going to see what the other side looks like. Okay. So there's, but that's sort of a negative motivation, even though it's not a bad negative. It's just. It's not negative in the literal yes. sense of the term. Yes. I see. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And now, often we have to have something go wrong before we change. Okay. But often, but not always. Um, always. Let's. Let's do, let's play a game, okay? Yeah. Um, you are speaking from the top of your experience, from the middle of your experience. I mean, you're going to live a long love. All right, so, so you, what is the youngest person who has ever come to you for coaching? For coaching? Oh, I've been coaching oh, for such a long time. Uh, I would have to say around... 24 25 okay okay do you vaguely remember why sorry do you vaguely remember why they came at that young age at that majority of times it's more about interest they want to know what's going to happen where they want to go they're just um a lot of times they're they're just they're stumbling they're they're not quite sure where they're going or So they're looking for a type of guidance similar to a tarot reading, a flower reading, so they can see what today uh, looks like and what elements they can manipulate to change their future if they want to. I'm talking about a reading in general. That person comes to you for a one-off reading or, or... uh, and the beginning of a series of series of reading, how does that work usually? Most of the time it's a one-off. But what I have been doing lately is, um, I don't know if you know, have you heard of the uh, Paint and Sip uh, workshops? No. That no. So no. Paint and Sip is where you learn to do art. You have a little glass of wine or something, but you uh-huh. learn to learn to paint art. So you, it's like an art class. Okay. And I've been doing those with flowers. So they're they're actually painting their flower. Uh And instead of just walking away with a painted flower, they then do a a reading on it. Okay. So we go go through the flower. The the stem is the path or the journey to get the goals. The leaves Uh are their goals. We look at shapes. The the shapes are your behaviours. Are they masculine behaviours? Are they feminine behaviours? If it's a business goal, the petals are your marketing. What sort of marketing are you doing? What does that look like? Where does that go? Okay. If it's a relationship goal, that's the petals of attraction. So anything to do okay. with the attraction side of it. Um, uh-huh. yeah. So, so there's you go through. You go through. It's a tool to help people. I don't want to just be a flower. I don't want to be a flower reader. I want to be okay. a flower teacher. That's what well, I want. Well, to- um, I'm currently at your website, and I do see a tab called courses so i'm looking at their online courses and programs and so they offer a series of different uh topics tools to develop your intuition making real energy connections flourishing intuitively course uh creating happiness course reclaim your and so on okay so these are say 
um, things that people can go to the page they can go to pick and choose and purchase and when they purchase what will they find there videos audios what what uh, will they find videos uh, PDF downloads they connect up with me on social media different things uh -huh. like that yeah yeah so they've, they've got all that in there I think um, so when they when they're buying a, a course at the flower reading the bigger yeah. flower reading courses they, we, yeah. I go through every single element. So you're looking at all the elements that you uh, get an understanding of. And, and again, we're looking at it as a visual um, yeah. and you're looking at it quite analytically, but you allow yeah. the intuition, those intuitive messages to come yeah. through. So the whole idea of it is yeah. not to have things the same, is to always have those different things happening. I so see. you need to trust your gut. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, not once during the course of our communication did I hear you utter the word psychic. So I, uh, I, I, I understand by that that you don't define yourself as psychic and that doesn't factor in to the work that you do. Is this correct? Whether it factors in or not, I just choose not to go by that terminology, that's all. Why just, is that? Um, it, I want people to, okay, this is just my personal sure, opinion. Sure, sure, sure. So everyone's yeah, different, yeah. of course. So when, I, when I sort of talk about psychic, I've always referred to a psychic as, a, oh, I go to a psychic and I can get a reading. Yeah. I don't want people to come to me for a reading. I really, I don't really want that to happen. I use the flower readings as a tool so they can see their intuitive messages. Okay. I want them to be empowered. I don't want me to be the one they're coming to. I want to encourage them to mm -hmm. trust themselves. That's, okay, that's okay. Now I'm going to change topic. Yeah. And I want to you to tell me about your book or books. Oh, the book is Intuitive Flowers. <laughs> Intuitive <laughs> Flowers. When yeah. did it uh, come out? Uh, 2000, I finished university in 2012 and I wrote it in 2013. 2013, good, it's available if we look for Susan James. Yeah, yeah. Susan Intuitive James. Empowering Your Emotional Goals. So it's That's about- That's the subtitle? Yeah, it's about your emotional goals, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. One of, one of the things I've, um, I do tend to refer back to um, mm -hmm. So I, I call myself an intuitist. So the mentalist deals with thoughts and thinking, whereas an mm -hmm. intuitist deals with feelings and impressions. Mm -hmm. And one of the big things that I, I talk about is that emotions are energy emotions. It's something we express externally. Feelings mm -hmm. are what we feel internally. And mm -hmm. we can be feeling depressed but express it with anger. We could yeah. be feeling feeling happy but mm -hmm. hold on to it and not express it in the same way. So right. how we are feeling, which is more about our, the spirit side of us, is, can, can be very different to how we're expressing it, our emotions. Right. Good. Are you, um, do you have plans to write another book? I actually do. <laughs> okay. I've got when three on the When is it due? Oh, look, I wanted, to, I wanted to have it finished this year, but uh, it might not be until the year after. So okay. once, 
One's about learning to trust your intuition and I'm going through my life and how I've experienced that in a learning term. But Mm -hmm. I also want to do, um, so intuitive connections is about our chakras, how we connect through our chakras. And um, intuitive trees, is I'm going to look at that as our wealth aspect, our our attitude to wealth. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was looking at intuitive pets, which are about our connections in life, Mm -hmm. our relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've got all these little areas, and, okay. and principles are all the similar. Uh, it's it's seeing a picture, looking at it in an analytical way, but allowing yeah. those intuitive messages to come through. So you start trusting yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you so much, Susan, for taking the time to come on. And hopefully, when you get the a second book out contact me maybe we could have you on again and we'll do part two <laughs> okay that sounds right <laughs> take care of yourself bye bye susan bye bye thank you for having me on the show you're welcome